0: Hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome, everybody. How you doing? Uh, what up?
1: <laughs>
0: Buttercup? Oh, my God.
1: Oh my you, sound God. Like,
0: you sound like that excerpt from the, the Britney Spears. I just uh,
1: literally thought that about uh, Genuine about, or whatever. Yeah,
0: about JT oh. seeing Genuine and oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. He is he's He's over. jt is over. <laughs> he's
1: so cringe. He's been so cringe
0: watching some of the clips. you know, everyone's just like shitting
1: all over him right now, which is totally fine. and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I watched a clip where <laughs> it's like, how did no one know that this guy was talking in like a a v e? Uh Uh, On the streets of New York, when he's showing up at uh, award shows like this, and he's like he's like doing like whatever beatboxing or whatever, and like doing these little dance moves by himself on stage, and it's so embarrassing. Oh my god!
0: (laughs) I hope Janet is just like snuggled up on her couch, yeah, like listening to the audiobook version with Michelle Williams, fucking Uh... Oscar winner. soon to be I hope her I was telling I was like Instagram messaging with my friend Andrew who is like all over this and I was just like do you think that they could win a Grammy for this book like the audio like yeah if if Michelle Williams wins the Grammy for the audio book is Britney eligible for the Grammy too? like what no no because it's not her performance I know but like she is yeah but a writer
1: doesn't win a Grammy or do you?
0: But she's the like content creator. You know what I mean.
1: True, and I guess writers Would she... do win Grammys, but most of them are performance based. I think.
0: I mean, she already has her Grammys, but I'm just saying, is this gonna help Michelle Williams get an ego? Oh my god, <laughs> I really hope it does. Also, people are
1: saying it's like, <laughs> yeah, she's been Marilyn Monroe. I almost said Manson. <laughs> Don't discount her. Don't count it out. She can do anything. She can um, do anything. She's been Marilyn Monroe. She's been the f- uh, Fosse wife. <laughs>
0: that w- that shit was so good. Oh, no, my God. No, it's good. I don't
1: know that lady's name. But yeah. and now she's Brit- Miss Britney Jean Spears. So, um, mm. yeah, it's she, what can't she do mm. is what people oh, are yeah. saying.
0: But oh, I, my God. that
1: <laughs> audio clip is so cringy. Ugh.
0: If f- you guys don't oh. know what you what we're talking about, there's an excerpt from Britney Spears' new book, The Woman and The Woman and Me. Yeah. And Michelle Williams is the narrator of her audiobook for this for her book. Yeah. And there's a passage that people have been like putting all over social media of Britney telling a story in the book about how when she was dating Justin Timberlake, how he was so cringe on the streets of New York when he spotted Genuine. Yeah. Uh and it's just like you have to hear it. And it's just so funny. But Michelle Williams reading this bit of the book is yeah. so beyond. Oh. Uh,
1: yeah. Michelle Williams doing Justin Timberlake doing A A V E.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, no. Michelle Williams doing Britney Spears, doing Justin Timberlake doing AAV. yeah like,
0: doing the description of his yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a um,
1: it's like just so layered such a
0: performance it's a performance truly truly it's, a masterpiece uh, high art oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> what I you know what sometimes I'm like wow this time my, timeline we're living in is the is trash like what a terrible time but then I'm like you know what. Wouldn't, is this our Renaissance? Yeah, wouldn't have yeah. any other time. Yeah. Is this is this like the? Yeah, I don't know. The light's always the brightest before it goes out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it just burns the brightest before it <laughs> oh, gets no. snuffed out. I don't know. Oh, uh, is that our
1: segue for today?
0: Oh God, yes, I think so. Okay. Woo, guys, it is. It's a barn burner. Oh. <laughs> am sorry I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> do people still use that phrase I do like in baseball like sports stuff yeah oh I I, I say it sports stuff yeah like oh that's why we got it's a, not on my radar we got a real barn burner of a game today folks oh okay yeah I would I don't know that yeah um well this yeah we don't I don't know that we have any business really up top mm I do have a, I do at the end of this episode, I do have a little, a short little today I learned. Ooh, fun. Okay. Yeah. So stay tuned for that at the end of the episode. Okay. Um, Oh, and I'll
1: plug, I'll plug something at the end of the episode. I was just on my friend's podcast again. Ooh, cute. Yeah. So we played, oh, we played a TTRPG based on a very bad movie and I can't wait to talk Mm -hmm. about it later.
0: Yes. So stay tuned. Otherwise you won't know what it is. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well we'll well then we'll just get right into it. Um yeah. so today we are talking about the Great Chicago fire. Mm. It is fucked up. Yeah. Really sad, man. Um there's a reason that Chicago has like so many nicknames. Um Yeah, really.
1: It's the nickname city. <laughs> it's
0: the <a> nickname city. <laughs> this city really kicked off all the nicknames. Um it's called the second city for a reason because the first, the V1 of Chicago <laughs> burned down. Yeah. And then they built, they built it right back up. Chicago so, 2.0. Chicago 2.0. So I never knew um, this
1: till, till you mentioned it about this, like about this topic.
0: Yeah. So I came, I stumbled upon, like, I've always known about the uh, great Chicago. I think it's just like American history that you yeah. learn about or like, you know, everybody kind of knows about. Especially yeah. if you've ever visited Chicago, which I love Chicago, Chicago is a great, great fucking American city. if you ever get the chance to visit mm-hmm. don't go in the wintertime.
1: <laughs> oof, yeah, I went in November. I've only mm-hmm. been
0: once, and it was November, and it was quite cold, yeah, I've been in uh i think it was either August or September, and it was glorious mm-hmm. um i had I went for a- my friend Moe's wedding, and it was such a fun trip um. Oh my God. It was great, great time. I did like the um architectural like boat tour. Yeah, me too. Um no diarrhea, pretty... diarrhea no... free. Diarrhea free. Dave Matthews uh tour bus was not on any of the bridges above us, thank mm-hmm. God. So we were we're we got home free and clear. Um, but yeah, the Chicago is a great town, great city, mm-hmm. and it has such a rich history and it is has a fucked up history. Yeah. Um And the great Chicago fire is exactly what it sounds like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't call it great, but. (laughs) Yeah. Great as
0: in The devastating
1: Chicago fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Large.
0: Large. Great as in large. Grande
1: Um, Chicago
0: fire. Yeah. the really. Yeah. (laughs) What's the biggest trente? 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 Uh, yes I Trent- don't know. yeah whatever. Uh is a massive fire that burned its way through the city of Chicago during uh the month of October, October 8th through 10th in 1871. Um oh my God. Yeah, it was horrible.
1: I've seen it referred to as a con
0: conf- conflagration. Yeah. Yeah, it's- That's a
1: hard word. It's like congratulation, but it's like conflagrations. <laughs> conflagrations. Oh no. Conflagrations on your great Chicago fire.
0: I think that's what we should say on the 4th of July.
1: Conflagration? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's like I
0: salutations. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those, you know, old American vocab words I think
1: yeah I mean I think or like a scientific word or something I, th- I guess like big fires <laughs> people use that term but I I don't you don't really hear it like amongst yeah it, the people
0: it's yeah it's a little bit of a um you know older older vocab word but it's it's a great it is a conflagration a conflagration engulf <gasps> the city of Chicago do yeah. your Chicago accent um uh you guys, you guys want a hat dog? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what they? That's so rude. I don't know. I, don't know.
1: <laughs> I think it's a hard. It's like midwestern, but
0: yeah. Uh, do you? Uh, it's like the bears. It's like Da bears, de bears, Da bears, Da bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all I have is like an SNL, like I know, like sketch reference, and then um, uh, happy endings. The what's his name from Happy Endings like was very Chicagoan.
1: Oh oh, Adam Pally.
0: Yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah.
1: Oh true, he's just just hot dog or whatever. Hot dog. It's like you
0: you like lengthen out the A's or something. I don't know. It's It's good. Interesting. It's a good accent. Um, it's a great accent. It's great accent. accent.
1: Oh, is it Dan Aykroyd? I feel like there was because so many people came from or like John Candy. Mm -hmm. So John Candy
0: is Canadian, isn't he? Or wasn't he? Oh yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like very midwestern, but also yeah. like has a little flavor. I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, Canadians sometimes sound midwestern, so that's true. It's that's all,
0: true. it's all in the general vicinity. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah.
1: all middle area.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, um, Chicago's Chicago is very very great, and yeah, love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, back to the fire. back to the conflagration. Um. <laughs> The fire killed approximately 300 people. This is a rough estimate, though. Yeah. Because it was so bad. And what do we know about how they counted the bodies of poor people? They didn't. A lot of the times, they just didn't know, didn't care, didn't do a census. Yeah, they're like, how many Um, people even live here? We
1: don't care. Moving on. Also, like, we all know how cremation works.
0: Yeah. You're not going to find a lot of bodies when everything's been burned that's the thing like some like this fire got so out of control so quickly and so ferociously that mm. it it was it was melting like metal and like yeah. it was just it was like things that they didn't think would really burn were burning and it was just like it was horrendous so yeah. that's a that's a pretty rough estimate definitely more than likely was more than 300 but mm. They only recovered 120 bodies. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then this fucking this shit caused 222 million dollars in damage in 1871, which translates to a pro- that was 20- 222 million at that time, which translates now to the 2023 dollar, approximately 5.6 billion dollars. Oh my god!
1: Truly, if that- you look at a map. Like, it is the entire city,
0: it looks like. Like,
1: it is a very concentrated, like, dense part of the city. Yeah. Um. And it, I mean, it, it, it burned almost four square miles. And it, I think, like, 100,000 people were left homeless. Homeless, like, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: that was basically a third of the population. Like, yeah, there there was a little bit over 300,000 people living in Chicago at the time. That's fucking a third. What if tomorrow there was like an insane fire in L.A. and a third of the people were left unhoused? It would I mean,
0: be, I mean, catastrophic. It's yeah, I, th- this was just such a disaster. And I mean, for the time, it was the interesting thing about this, like one of the very, there was a lot of like crazy stuff that happened around this time, but this was like the very first um, like disaster, I guess, in history that was kind of mass like communicated around the world and mm. uh, kind of like real time. Cause this is right when the telegraph came out. Oh. So this was like such a massive disaster and it was in such a, it was in it was in a, a one of the fastest growing cities in the world. So, like Chicago at the time, I'll get into like the the data, the the you know the the details behind that. But it was it was one of the fastest growing cities in America, if not the world. So
1: yeah,
0: um, yeah, it's a common misconception that this fire started because of a single mistake by a hapless person. Mm. Uh, but there were many factors that led to this fire. When it burned down in 1871, like I said, it was the fastest growing city in the country. And this was due in large part to uh, they had just completed a bunch of like transportation links like railroad Mm. and, you know, port kind of style, like the way that they were getting timber from different states in like from the Great Lakes. They were they were like all kinds of transportation stuff was happening. So they had uh, the Illinois and Michigan Canal. And the population just suddenly boomed to around 300,000 people. Mm. Uh, and when it was, like, first incorporated, it was, like, a few thousand people. And it was, like, literally settlers coming from the East Coast and, you know, a little pioneer town, basically. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they were, like, look at all the riches around us. Yeah. Boom. Um. So they became a huge mercantile behemoth. And they had railroads, lumberyards, stockyards, like all just started popping up throughout the city. And all of the like entrepreneurs and businessmen that started settling the city were becoming very wealthy. Mm. And so all the new business and commerce meant that a bigger workforce was needed. And it actually was very easy to settle here because – they were able to source materials for housing very easily. Um, Pine was very plentiful in Michigan and Wisconsin, and they had a very easy way of just shipping it on down the river into the canals and getting it to Chicago. So, Mm. yeah, most of the houses that were being built were made of fucking wood, Mm. and most of the housing was very affordable, so therefore you had a... Like a, a working class, uh, dense population mm. made
1: um, made of what is opposed to like brick or what? Yeah, like brick. Yeah. or I guess like marble or stone, concrete. People yeah. were using mm-hmm. in like wealthy areas of like New York City or whatever. Mm-hmm, exactly.
0: Okay. Um. So there was like lots of townhomes mm-hmm. that were like multifamily homes made of wood and then like lots of barns and lots of sheds and lots of like lean-tos and what have you just all just like popping up just no codes oh, God. just vibes um because they just they just needed people to be working right and all these like all this new all these new like shipyards and shit I don't know yeah lumber yards I should say
1: and then those people are moving well maybe not uh, like immediately but a lot of families are coming in also like those people like the men that are going to work there are moving their families in Mm -hmm. and I don't know like if if they had these resources and they were able to build housing faster they they probably were and like but still when you think about immigration during this time and how many people were living in each apartment and stuff too mm-hmm. like it's not even just that all these apartments are built on top of each other it's that like a lot of people are living in each unit also yes there's yes. just like a ton of like a very dense population um so yeah it's like It's not like everyone was getting their own little house with a yard and shit. It's like they're on top of each other.
0: Yeah. And it was just like kind of, you know, it was all done very, I wouldn't say haphazard, but almost, you know, it was just like the people who are running all this shit, all these like, you know, entrepreneurs and and business people were like, you know, putting out a call for people to like migrate across the country, like either from New York or wherever to come work for them and they're like we got housing we got every you build your you stake your claim you know you go you build your house whatever and so yeah Uh, uh, like compared to new york and stuff where everybody is actually living on top of each other right right running out of space there's just like this chicago was like the new shit you know yeah
1: but it is also like it is haphazard in the way where it's like it's still capitalism. There's a ton of corruption with all these yes. like big boss dudes and they don't really yes. give a shit. So,
0: you know, it's not yes. like it's incredible. It's
1: not like it's amazing to begin with. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So all these houses are made of wood. That's and the population density. Incredible. Uh, those are some fact. Those are some factors. Then there was the weather. Chicago isn't called the Windy City for nothing, <laughs> and specifically on this date, it was, like, a very windy, warmer kind of day, uh. so that was going for it, and then as you were kind of alluding to, there was a terrible political climate in Chicago. Mm. um. According to his book, The Burning of the World, The Great Chicago Fire and the War for a City's Soul, author Scott W. Berg, um, he writes that the Sunday evening that this happened on was warm and windy following a dry summer. Fires were persistent occurrences in Chicago and every year. So this is like a known factor. Like everybody knows it's the windy city. Yeah. Not for yeah. no reason. Yeah. Um, And fires were persistent occurrences in Chicago. And every year, Uh, Berg says, the city's police and fire commissioners, recommended a slew of reforms to combat them, uh, which you know ranged from banning tar roofs, fireproofing doors and shutters, expanding the ban on new wooden construction in the inner core of the city, purchasing the kind of floating fire engine that New York and Philadelphia had in which would draw water from the river and throw it 1,500 feet in any direction. And... Oh, yeah. We love a barge. Yeah, a barge. A barge, yeah. like, yes. Yes and every year the city council was just nope no thank you we don't want to spend any of this money we want it to go into our pockets yeah. and they would turn down all of these recommendations that like city planners and officials who were like this is bad like we need a way to like be able to put fires out we know that fires happen like we don't want it to get any worse than it already is like yeah. people were like proposing changes for a long time and the way the politics machine worked in Chicago at the time was truly heinous Mm -hmm. um and by the way all of this um information that I'm basically regurgitating is from a New Yorker (laughs) article that got me very interested in this whole subject that got me on this it's a New Yorker article by let me get her name um Margaret Talbot um highly recommend reading this. It's called What Really Started the Great Chicago Fire. And in it, she's basically talking about this new book uh, that Scott W. Berg has written. And it is, like, very detailed, very interesting. And so that that whole kind of description about the, like, vibe of the city is from that article. And so just FYI. Um, Ooh, I
1: want to read that book. It's, I'm, like, very interested it feels like we don't learn enough about this time in history like we do Mm -hmm. but it's kind of the highlights but it's like how the government worked and was bought by Mm -hmm. fucking millionaires at the time is now how it still works but Mm -hmm. they're bought by billionaires it's just like there's a lot more uh of a um there it's a lot more regulated now but it's like still happening so it's Mm -hmm. like very interesting that we don't like, Learn
0: from our mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Like
1: that we aren't aware of how this worked because it's still working that way. It's just sneakier and quote unquote on the up and up now. Mm-hmm. But it's not. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. Totally, totally. But um, so those are those are just some of the the factors that kind of played into this uh, creating like basically a tender box of a fucking city. Yeah. That was just ready to catch on fire. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. It's so, it's so sad. It's so, it's interesting because, like, also people just, like, didn't know. Like, like, we would say, yeah, of course, if it's this densely populated and there's this many people, like, and. Yeah, it's, hindsight is twenty twenty. 20 of course. Yeah, yeah.
0: And But if you're living in it and you're just yeah, trying to fucking survive. I and know, just yeah, yeah. Going to work in a factory and coming home and, like, <sighs> I just want to, like. Go to bed until my shifts. My next shift starts in four hours. Whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know. Dude,
0: yeah. Um. And I'm just gonna read another passage from that New Yorker article just to like also uh, kind of. You know, put a finer point on how stupid this all was. Like okay. how how, like how just like behind uh Chicago as a city was in terms of like keeping its citizens safe Mm. so they did have a professional fire department and they did have uh new steam powered pumping engines which had eliminated the need to hand pump water which was good yeah uh but the engines uh they were up to date for the time but the problem was that for a city of chicago size and flammability the department didn't have enough of these engines or any other equipment or nearly enough firefighters um, and according to Berg, there is one firefighting brigade for every 4,500 buildings. Oh. Does not seem like no enough coverage. Mm-mm. That's not good. Um, and moreover, the department depended on a system of watchmen perched in high places to spot the first glimpse of an inferno. That's how you know you have a problem with fires in your city. Yeah, you have, you, have- <laughs> you have a lookout. You have a lookout. You're like, oh, fire. There's fire. <laughs> fire right ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Um, And this was no easy task in the jumble of a vast 19th century. uh, conurb- Conurbation is the word they use in The New Yorker. Mm. Um, but on the night of October 8th, the watchman on, di- on duty did not spot the flames on DeCoven Street, which is where the fire started, mm. for nearly half an hour, which delayed the initial response. Um, And then before Fire Brigade arrived, people on DeKoven Street were just like running out into the street trying to splash water on the fire, trying to put it out with like just their, you know, wash basins and buckets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But obviously no match for the fire. It was too windy. And like once a fire gets going, it kind of creates its own weather. And it just was it became a raging inferno within minutes. Um, I mean
1: it also has something to do with where the fire started I think which was like a tinderbox so mm -hmm. that adds to like we'll talk about that in a minute but like
0: that that adds to that adds fuel to the fire as they say Um, yeah and so like all these so like I said I don't know if you guys have ever seen a forest fire up close like in in you know. news clips or whatever but there what happens is uh the the heat gets so intense that it creates its own like little micro uh weather system Mm -hmm. and what happens is it creates these like tornadoes yeah and the tornadoes like hop around and it just like fucking burns everything yeah so they're they're called fire devils and they fling sparks everywhere, and they also create huge embers. Mm-hmm. So you can get an ember like the size of your fucking head just landing on a on a house, oh and it's instantly going to go up. That's yeah. what happened in our neighborhood, like uh, when we had our fire up in Lake Arrowhead. The uh, new fire or the old fire? The old fire. Uh-huh. Um, that was twenty years ago, by the way. Yeah. Um, and. Like, my neighborhood, for example, like, that I grew up in, there, that the reason so many houses burned down is because of the embers being carried mm. uh, from house to house. One of the only reasons my house was spared was because it was down low, mm. and the embers kind of flew over and would catch the next tallest oh structure God. or tree. Yeah, and like, so, your house was
1: built more into the side of the mountain.
0: And it was, like, a lower profile. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what was happening. And so all these embers were flying everywhere from all this like wind and like yeah. extra, you know, hot fucking fire devils that were just hopping around everywhere. And uh, the blaze eventually jumped the Chicago River because of the wind. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything really got going. So,
1: yeah, I also I've seen um I follow someone on TikTok that's like a, a lookout guy. Mm. And um you talking about like mountain fires and then also us talking about this and like the crow's nest or whatever that the mm-hmm. firemen were in reminds me like that's still how we look for wildfires mm-hmm. in like national parks and stuff. Yeah. Which is have- seems so archaic <laughs> or something. Like it well, but, yeah, but
0: nobody's out there. It works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have where there's a place um in the mountain community we grew up called Strawberry Peak uh Fire Lookout. Mm-hmm. And it's like the very tippy top of the mountain, yeah. And you could see you have a 360 degree view of the mountain range, and yeah. you you could see like a little tendril of smoke popping up from yeah. somewhere if there was a fire starting, and you could call it in if you're up there being one of the the lookouts. So. Yeah,
1: it's cool, and they just it's live really cool. there for like the season, fire season, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. go
0: home. Like it's like a it's like being job. a lighthouse lighthouse keeper.
1: It is, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, well. Yeah, I guess um, obviously we've talked about how devastating it was, but we also uh, can talk about like a few of the things that were kind of like that remained that are still around today and Mm. that survived the fire. Um, Mm -hmm. Parts of stuff. Um, Because as you said, the fire left the south branch of the Chicago River and then it just destroyed much of central Chicago. And again, if you look at a map, like it is the heart of the city like mm-hmm. and it is so much of it it,
0: it mm-hmm. really is like oh wow this is a big deal um and cuz we don't if you if you try to conceptualize like 4 square miles that doesn't no. seem like a lot but yeah. in within a city oh that's of- like all of manhattan like lower manhattan or whatever you know yeah. what i mean
1: like i feel like walking from battery park to like central park is really only 2 miles maybe mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not even that far like yeah. so when you think about and that's 60 blocks or whatever you know so or more even but it's like if you think about that like that is everything's vertically built so yeah. it doesn't have to be a lot of land to lose a lot of buildings or people sadly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um okay so it um it destroyed much of central chicago and then it left the main stem of the river and it consumed the near north side as well so the structures that um Actually, we're in the burned area, but are still standing are St. Michael's Church in Old Town, the Chicago Water Tower, the Chicago Avenue Pumping Station, St. Ignatius College Prep. Sounds very fancy. I feel like maybe that's like a, still a fancy, bougie school, probably.
0: Maybe, yeah. Uh,
1: Police call police constable bellinger's cottage at 21 lincoln place which is now 2121 north hudson today but it must be you know i'm sure these all have plaques on them um and then 2323 and 2339 north cleveland avenue how sparse these kind of sound i mean you know stuff has been um probably you know obviously things have been rebuilt and maybe stuff also that did survive like was bulldozed at some point to make way for something else. But these are buildings that were there then, were in the fire zone, survived, and are still around today, which is very cool. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, like, some of these buildings, like St. Michael's Church and the pumping station, were just, like, decimated in the fires, but the Mm -hmm. exterior survived, so they were able to rebuild those structures with the surviving walls. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, other... um, other buildings like the uh, St. James Cathedral survived the fire, but just like the bell tower, um, even though like all the inhabitable portions were destroyed, the bell tower was um, it survived. And so uh, that's still there and has been reincorporated into the newer building of the St. James Cathedral. But the cool thing is they're still like blackened, like Ooh. stone from That the, they just didn't,
0: they didn't restore. They didn't paint they just it or anything. It. Yeah, oh, wow. they like
1: kept. So that's like, that's wild. A reminder, yeah, yeah, that is,
0: that's pretty wild. Um, yeah, that's, it's, there's just like so much stuff. Yeah, that got totally decimated. And if it, if it wouldn't have jumped the the river, it probably wouldn't have been as bad. Obviously, right, but it, right. because it like got to the heart of the city, and because when it did uh, get, it got the um, the pumping station. It yeah. did burn down the pump because of that. That's when everything was lost because that cut off the supply of water, and there was just no way to oh, get any. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. so it must all, have the, just- all, the, all
0: the all the cities hide that survived, that. If it would have survived, there would have been they would have had the ability to get to the the fire hydrants and, like, mm. pump water out of them. But because the, the pumping station was destroyed, they couldn't get anything out of the hydrants and everything. It was just, like, game over. Oh, I wonder point.
1: why this said it survived. Maybe just the bones of it survived.
0: Yeah, I think uh, there's, like, there's a limestone structure, but, like, the main the pumping main station, yeah. like, that makes fucked. sense yeah, yeah 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 oh okay
1: mm-hmm. yeah i mean all of these like i would imagine all of these like really just the bones survived like really just yeah. the stone kind of facades yeah the facades, of, yeah, and, the facades. But it's like yeah. everything
0: got gutted though yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. anything anything within was like made of wood then it was or any yeah you know roofing or whatever got caught it would go oh my god yeah oh so bad um yeah. Okay, one thing I do want to read that is crazy, and this is from that Berg guy's book. Oh, cool! Um, is a description of the, uh, the Chico- the people who were working at the Chicago Tribune at the time. They were trying to put an an edition of the Chicago Tribune out. Oh, during like while the fire was like eating through the city for three days. Uh, yeah, and. As it got closer, there was, like, there's, like, a a account of them trying to, like, print an edition of the paper. Um, As the tar roof of the Tribune building melted and windows (gasps) cracked, the paper's publisher, Joseph Medill, Medill and his staff kept working to produce a news-packed edition. Then at 7 a.m. on Monday, an ashen-faced man ran upstairs from the basement presses to report that the paper's iron rollers had melted into a (gasps) mass. Oh, yeah. He met Medill told his employees to evacuate, shouting to some of the men to grab the bound volumes that contained every past issue of the paper. As they reached the sidewalk with their stashes of history, the brittle old newspapers began to smoke. (gasps) When the binders got too hot to hold, their would be rescuers dropped them on the sidewalk. And ran from a fire that was now less than a block away. Oh. Mo- most issues from the first few years of the paper's publication were lost. <gasps> less than a half an hour after Medill and his charges escaped with their lives and little else, the Tribune's building's roof and floors gave way, Berg reports. It was one of many Chicago institutions, the elegant Palmer House Hotel, the famous department store co founded by Marshall Field. The offices of nearly all of the city's other newspapers reduced to rubble.
1: Oh my god!
0: Isn't that crazy, man? That's like, oh my like... god! It's so American. I know. It's so like, <sighs> stay in this burning building and and do your job, and do your news. Yeah, like it's. But not... also, but also, it is a noble thing to be yeah, able yeah. to like at the time, like journalism yeah that was the only resource like that was it that's how people got their information like literally people would like get a copy of the newspaper and ride around to all these fucking towns and read the paper out loud
1: but it's like go there has to be like another competing newspaper at the time like just go to their office they burned
0: down they all burned down oh they did that's what yeah that's they were like the last ones they were like yeah so they were like Real time reporting the news Fucking dr- uh, Get
1: on a horse and go to Cleveland
0: Yeah Yeah it's I don't It's like know. Yeah they didn't They didn't have uh, They weren't tweeting But they were That yeah. was like Yeah You know
1: Oh my god That's Yeah, yeah that's scary Well luckily they it didn't was like, die
0: It was like It was like uh, the the quartet playing on the deck on the of G-G- the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure <laughs> playing with you or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure printing news. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Also, if they would have just like left the day before
1: with the volumes, like they could have kept some history intact, which sucks. But what are you gonna do? You don't know. Um, this mm-hmm. is all very uh, Titanic-y, and also, mm-hmm. re- um, I that reminds me to share something at the end. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So what what happened? Like, where did this all begin? How did the fire how did originate? It start? Yeah. How how someone did start the fire? Um, we didn't start the fire.
0: <laughs> no, I hate it. Stop. <laughs> That's all I could think all day doing the whole time. Yeah, yeah I stuff. know.
1: Okay, so obviously there was like a huge like, you know, they had to like deduce where this fire
0: started. Big time investigation.
1: <laughs> big time investigation, that's the word. Um
0: investigation. <laughs> <laughs> investigation. <laughs> there was a
1: big time mystery. There was a big time puzzle that needed to be solved. Um yeah, but it was so hot and and so like melty and just like fucked up in this area from how hot it got and how much and everything that was destroyed that like they couldn't even get in there for a while but when they did um they were finally able to figure out that the fire started at 137 DeCoven street and it was the residents of irish immigrants the o'leary family and at this point um that is relevant uh Because at this point in history, people, and when I say people, I'm guessing British American people specifically, um, did not like the Irish. Yeah, Uh, it was
0: like everything was so white then that you had to be this right kind of white.
1: Yeah, it's weird now to to look at that and be like, this is so strange, but... Mm -hmm it was like a we had a caste system that mm-hmm. was forming here you know like mm-hmm. and it was oh the new people it, you know it's it's just like it was the xenophobia of it all like it just was mm-hmm. the they're taking our jobs rhetoric like that's not Mm -hmm. new you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there were it it was estimated that 4.5 million irish people immigrated to the u.s between 1820 and 1930 so this was like smack dab in the middle of that time and the irish were making up like half of the immigration coming into the u.s so there was a Mm -hmm. lot of irish people and Mm -hmm. the people that were already here were like not into it um and on top of that, there they were also Catholic, and mm-hmm. at that time that was not a a religion that was favored in the u s as it was starting out, yeah, so um they it just wasn't great for them um and that is all to say it made it very easy that when the firemen were able to deduce that it started at the O'Leary residence um it it made it really easy for this news and this rumor to spread very quickly and be like negative. Like, yeah, immediately like, oh, those fucking drunk Irish Catholics basically was the vibe, you know?
0: Yeah. Also, it might not, the last name may or may not have been O'Leary. It might have just been Leary. Oh. And it was just like also like they were like made them extra Irish to add the the o'leary on oh. you know the O, yeah so interesting it, oh yeah oh <laughs> the oh the o? Yeah. um
1: oh yes that makes i mean that makes sense yeah so this story was specifically written in an article for the chicago republican a newspaper at the time that this fire occurred and um Journalist Michael Ahern reported that in the in his piece in the newspaper that a resident of one thirty seven to coven was milking a cow in their barn and that cow kicked over the lantern. And that's how this fire started. Um, and the resident was not named in the article, but, you know, shit like fucking small town vibes. Of You know, in Chicago, everybody has nothing else to talk about but this fire. And everybody Mm -hmm. very quickly identified the matriarch of the Leary O'Leary family um, as Catherine uh, Leary or O'Leary. And they were like, oh, it was
0: her. She started this fire. And of course, they like portray her as like an old hag. Oh, and all of the all of the like subsequent like portrayals of her that stemmed from this article uh, she, like, gradually turns into this, like, like drunken, old, like, like haggard woman. Yeah. She was only 40-something at the time.
1: Oh, my which, she, Didn't she have a two-year-old, too, at, like, at the time of this fire? It's, like... Yeah, it's, like,
0: it would be, like, me oh, or us, you. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and they called Excuse her me. old lady. They
1: yeah. Called, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. O- called
0: her old lady O'Leary. Old yeah. Old lady... Yeah. O- like, Catherine Leary. Like, Like, there's, like... Songs, there's They're poems. Like, this there's- hag bitch from Chicago, this Irish hag bitch. Like- <laughs> no, she might have been a hard 40 something, but still.
1: <laughs> yeah, 40 back then is like 60 now, I feel like probably. Still,
0: yeah, still.
1: Oh my God. Well, yeah, I mean, it- cut to, I mean, honestly, then, but also today, the official report from the city, the origin of the fire was kind of undetermined. Like, I, I think they knew that it or maybe they knew the area they just didn't know exactly how the fire started and that's mm-hmm. what I mean by origin like they knew where it started but they're like we don't exactly know how it's going you know basically
0: this man just like made up a whole narrative I feel yeah. like no he did he just was like, like fully fabricated he's like hmm how hmm. can I make this so much meaner than it needs to be he's like this needs a flourish Ooh, I'm gonna put a cow in here yeah and if, like people people were like why is this bitch milking her cows so late at night? Yeah, Is her husband just like drunk and like not like telling his woman what time to are they just not waking up early enough to milk their cows? Like what like what could it what could she possibly be doing that she'd yeah. be milking a cow at this hour? And why would she leave a lantern on for the cow to kick over? Like and and it wasn't even close to the truth like yeah. at all yeah she this bitch was like i was sleeping i don't even know what, like yeah. yeah i live here but like i don't milk my cows at night like what yeah, are you even talking PM.
1: about i'm in bed yeah. yeah
0: i'm 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 nursing a baby like i'm i'm feeding my kids and sleeping like yeah. fuck off
1: oh my god
0: yeah i know so
1: weird i don't yeah maybe the maybe the journalist just wanted like nipples in his story like sex cells. Yeah. he's like i'm gonna use these cow nips to get utters,
0: utters. <laughs> <udders.
1: laughs> this will be utterly delicious <laughs> utterly devastate this woman mm. and her reputation um so yeah the report literally said and this is a quote from the official report from the city of chicago whether it originated from a spark blown from a chimney on that windy night or was set on fire by human agency we are unable to determine they're like It could literally be anything where fire is involved. And that could have been what started it. Um, And it doesn't really matter. It happened. Mm -hmm. Um, During the investigation, Mrs. O'Leary testified that she had been in bed when the fire began, like you said. And she clearly had no idea what started it. Um, She couldn't
0: even begin to guess.
1: And then... Like, she
0: lost her home like everybody else. Like, she, like, you know, and she was, like, she quickly became the, like... The scapegoat for this whole thing yeah
1: yeah this and this is ultimately why we're talking about this today and what is so fucked up about it is that mm-hmm. the entire city of chicago not only at that time period but literally till this day still blames this woman <laughs> like i mean people have since disproven it but like it doesn't erase the fact that
0: like she lived the rest of her life being yeah. like maligned for it. Yeah.
1: And people are still referencing her as being the cause of it.
0: And in, a poor innocent cow too. And a cow.
1: <laughs> Fucking the cow.
0: You know so who it probably was that oh. the Berg guy uh the author of the the Berg author guy. Yeah. He thinks it was this Daniel Pegleg Sullivan guy.
1: I mean, he's clearly an Irish pirate neighbor.
0: Mm-hmm. He I mean, <laughs> Peg-Leg. what's
1: uh, Yeah what uh, he's just like bopping or he's just fucking sticking around
0: (laughs) Berg so this guy he was the first person to raise the alarm hero status is where he Mm. wanted to like be seen uh he said he saw the fire in the barn and he ran to let out the animals then he ran to tell the Learys or the O'Learys that their barn was on fire as they were in their home unaware the the speculation is, is that he was smoking and was, yeah, just he accidentally like left some ash on the ground and that's how it caught. Yeah, and people like this Berg guy thinks it was him and he was just like, "Oh fuck, there's a fire!" and, and he
1: and let this woman take the fall too. Mm-hmm. And he let the, yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, it was pretty. I mean, everybody was talking about it. There's also like, there's also um disproven theories that like people were gambling in the in the barn like one of her older sons was gambling and some neighbors like maybe this peg leg guy but i i think the o'leary's were all in their home. so mm-hmm.
0: um yeah i think that's it's just like debunked. it's it's just like who fucking cares like everybody is suffering and it's just like this is like such human nature to want to blame someone yes, or something for something so tragic, and it's just like, man, they lost their homes too. Like, you think that they are like, why it wasn't would they, arson, even it wasn't if a cow arson, kicked it over? It's yeah. a fucking
1: accident, like, yeah, it uh, shit you, happens, yeah. How do you account for that? Like, it yeah. sucks, but it happened. This is what you know, and this is where all the like, um, anti Catholic, anti Irish, like you know rhetoric comes into play Mm -hmm. because people were very quickly willing and able to accept the quote-unquote fact that this Irish woman must have like gotten drunk stumbled out to milk her cow knocked over the lantern started like whatever they're just like so quick to have this narrative and even if they were still you know anti-irish but maybe not a misogynist they're like maybe sullivan started it also drunk like everyone was just like it was a drunk irish person Mm because that's what drunk irish people do and it's like Mm -hmm. i don't know you know um i i think maybe it was that sullivan guy too that's just a little sketchy that he's just like right there oh right place right time right right time Mm yeah um but who's to say So, yeah, like come to find out this was all a fabrication by the I'm using quotes (laughs) by the reporter, Michael Ahern, because he obviously was just a creative writer. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. But he confessed in 1893 that he fabricated this
0: fucking just made it
1: up, just made it up, made it up, took like fuck fucked up this woman's life, made her broke her heart, made her a disgrace amongst Chicagoans. Mm. And it's so, it's a mess. So sad. Poor
0: Catherine Leary or O'Leary. I know.
1: Okay, when I told Pete, I wanted to say this. is When I told Pete, like, he's like, what are you guys, you know, he's always asking me, like, oh, what's tonight's topic? And I was like, oh, it's the Great Fire of Chicago. But more specifically, that it wasn't this woman that mm-hmm. um started it everybody thinks, everyone it thinks. Was, yeah. and he goes oh old lady leary oh. <laughs> no and i was like how does he know i i don't know he because okay because he learned this song there's like a so there is a famous like minstrel song called um a hot time in the old town and mm-hmm. it it was famous at the time and in then they parody like people parodied it and made the words to that song about old lady leary like late last night when we were all in bed old lady leary left a lantern in the shed while the cow kicked it over and this is what they said there will be a hot time in the old town tonight and he googled it and he found a video and this like fucking unleashed core memories dude of these two uh, like girl scout troop leaders singing (laughs) <laughs> you won't be able to see it on the video that I'm recording but in our Zoom I just triggered the balloons with a peace <laughs> sign. Um that was funny. But but uh, it's these two Girl Scout leaders, and they're singing this song. And do you remember? It goes fire, 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 water, 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 save my baby, save my baby. Do you remember? Th- oh, okay, I quit Girl Scouts like pretty
0: early on. So. Me too, but
1: I remember learning this dumb shit. And I'm like, what? Oh. I told Pete, I'm like, fucking Girl Scouts was useless. I this is the only thing I remember about. I learned no skills. I learned how to maybe sew. I, I learned some like early sewing um, stuff.
0: Oh. That's it. I learned that girls are mean when they're in their, like, in second grade. Yeah. They start getting mean. <laughs> yeah, they start,
1: that's when they start to, like, shun one. Yeah. Like, there's one, you know, it's like there. there's an in group and an out group. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, okay, but this also, okay, <laughs> this also reminded me, side note, of some weird Titanic song that Pete also learned growing up. He's like, why did we learn all these sad songs about things because there's a song about the Titanic it's like it's sad it's so sad the night the ship went down but like it's like this very sad and then it goes um husbands and wives itty
0: bitty children lost their lives it's like a song (laughs) oh my god you know why because we're probably one of the last generations in grade school that had uh teachers who were old enough to be taught this by their parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had I had a um I had a 4th grade t- or 3rd grade teacher, Miss Monahan, who was like extremely Irish, mm. who'd sing us like Irish folk songs all the time.
1: Well, that's the other thing. That's how stories mm-hmm. were communicated. So, mm-hmm. it's just weird to us now because because music is more entertainment than it is like a necessity to tell mm-hmm. a story of a history story. A- yeah. and so like hearing ch- husbands and wives itty bitty children lost their lives like yeah it's so disturbing but that's like how information was shared you know yeah yeah, a- yeah. and especially in irish tradition you know with totally. folk music and stuff um so it's really jarring now to hear stuff like that it sounds so um jaunty
0: yeah Incongruent. congruent like, yeah. this isn't the vibe for the yeah. like w- this yeah. should be like a oh uh, danny boy tune <laughs> like. well that's uh that's like M- miss miss monahan used to sing uh the sweet molly malone song all the time about like the like uh how she used to like sell cock cockles and muscles alive alive oh alive. and and then it was like about how she dies oh and then now her ghost wheels the barrow through the streets wide and narrow crying cockles and muscles and she'd sing us this song about oh this woman God. who died like oh. probably for a man or some shit i don't know dude and yeah fucking
1: ring around the rosy, isn't oh. that about the black plague or whatever Yeah, yeah yeah mm-hmm. so dude it's like this shit was weird. And we're just so far removed from it now that it's very upsetting.
0: <laughs> when but the thing with this about uh, old lady Leary. Yeah. Is that it wasn't even right. And then th- this story like this. This is how misinformation was spread through songs. Yeah. Before it was spread through fucking memes. Yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> I mean, this it was is... a
0: meme. Songs were memes. You know, I, That's
1: what I was going to say. Yeah, it was. It was a meme. Yeah. It it's it was just our way of like getting the news around, but it wasn't even fucking legit. Yep. Um, yeah, and also like, you know, just in terms of how much this stuck into popular culture even to this day. Mm-hmm. Um Brian Wilson also wrote a song about it's like, excuse me, it's called the Mrs. O'Leary song, as did the band Chicago. Of course, they had. To. I would
0: hope. I would hope Chicago would write a song about the Great, the great Chicago fire. fire. Yeah, but yeah. specifically, it's about her starting oh. it. I think rude. Yeah, or she's well. It's wrong. That. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> Fuck off. You're wrong, Brian Wilson. You're wrong, Chicago. People wrong of Chicago, parodying. We exonerate you, yeah. Catherine Leary. Yeah, or maybe O'Leary, but probably Leary. Mm. God bless. Yeah. Oh yeah, cause the her the whole Wikipedia
1: article on her, which I mean Wikipedia, I it, I would not say is like the most accurate resource, but it says O'Leary, Catherine O'Leary. So I don't know, um, Leary or O'Leary, Leary O'Leary, lol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, mm. lots of love. Okay. <laughs> were uh, this i have a i have a question because mm. there is like a little bit of information that was interesting to me and it made me wonder if the O'Leary's Larry's were mobbed
0: up mm. because
1: okay. i
0: this is like pre-mob though is it kind of well
1: because well. i feel like there's still like organized crime rings and shit
0: sure I mean, sure sure yeah yeah
1: yeah i feel like um and there was things that were corrupt that were happening. I'm sure people mm-hmm. were doing fuck shit, but mm-hmm. it made me think because basically, like, I mean, it it isn't how mobs send messages with like Molotov cocktails and is a la- is a gas lantern into a barn in the original Molotov cocktail. Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, so he was only two years old at the time, but I mentioned that she had a young son and her youngest son. James Patrick, who was two when the fire happened, he went on to become a well-known gambling boss and saloon owner. And he was like very, very uh, a big to do guy. He made a shit ton of money, like bought Mm -hmm. her this like mansion that she lived in till she died with its own fire hydrant because he was like, so
0: terrified of fire. Yes. He
1: was like terrified that his family's like family members would lose their homes. And so when he bought her this home that she like lived in till she died there, it's the only home in definitely in this in the Ooh, city excuse me oh bless you <laughs> definitely in the city of chicago but maybe in the u.s with its own dedicated fire hydrant
0: wow like
1: well and you gotta be a i feel like you gotta be a criminal to like get the city to
0: <laughs> give you your to own like pipe hydrant. in your own like, <laughs> yeah. water line yeah, yeah yeah
1: so i'm like oh what how and how did he get connected like were they mobbed up i don't know i'm gonna have to read uh that guy's book maybe That's he talks like, about it
0: I think that, I mean, that was, like, way later, but still. Yeah. Okay. One thing I do have to talk about, which is very, uh, like, that nobody really knows about. And this is, like, how we talked about, when we talked about Alcatraz, how Mm. it was a, like, island for, like, where they shipped a bunch of, like, Native Americans. Mm. Uh, This is, like, not the same, but it's also crazy how certain information is uh conveyed in like history books and stuff mm-hmm. um what is deemed more important what is not um mm-hmm. so uh the same day on october eighth literally the same day that the night of the night of the great same uh, day same sh- year same day same okay. year october eighth eighteen seventy one same night of the great Chicago fire a wildfire happened and destroyed the town of Peshtigo Wisconsin uh as many as 1,500 people died. And this, like, 300 dead for the Chicago fire is, like, low, but I don't think that many people died in that fire as right, they did. Right, not 1,500. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so by some accounts, it remains the deadliest fire in American history, yet the coverage of it was dwarfed by that of the Chicago conflagration Uh, and few people today have even heard of the peshtigo calamity the spectacle of a great city a capital of pleasure seeking and ceaseless striving laid low and its determination to come back bigger and more modern made for a better story than then and now
1: than Mm. the leveling
0: of some town in the middle of nowhere but the two fires were intimately entwined. Peshtigo was a town of lumber mills where the white pines from the northern forests were turned into wood for Chicago's use. The Peshtigo blaze and a handful of other wildfires in Wisconsin and Michigan that summer were, Berg writes, in large part the consequence of clear cutting and grading, associating a grading associated with the thousands of miles of new woodland rail. Rail lines, mm-hmm. which eliminated natural windbreaks and land rises, and created wind tunnels in the uh, the Arboral gaps. Mm-hmm. The Peshtigo fire presaged the fires that now pose a larger threat than urban ones like Chicago's do, and in that respect, has a greater has a claim to greater significance. Mm-hmm. So, because of all of the the, the uh, because of the timber companies clear cutting all of those forests. In, Chicago, in Michigan. Yeah, yeah they fucked up the
1: ecosystem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because they needed to provide lumber yeah. for Chicago. Yeah. And it's almost like a curse because yeah. they occurred on the same day, but because nobody gave a shit about this little town, Chicago totally sucked up all the air from all the news coverage of this shit. Yeah. Crazy. And it's I've like, never heard of that. I've never heard of that.
1: I mean, Like, we're – like, as a country, we're in so much trouble with our climate because we've ignored stuff like this or we haven't prioritized it in the same way we have other things. Mm -hmm. Like, even just with, like, drought stuff and how there's natural protections against that, like, you know, the heat and how there's natural protections. But we've just, like, fucking bulldozed everything and asphalted it within an inch of its life, and now we're all paying for it, and it's like – Yikes. We wonder
0: why cities flood and it's like, well, yeah. none of the water can drain anywhere because right. there's so much asphalt and cement everywhere that it just yeah, doesn't drain. It and just- also
1: this is like a natural valley on the way to the ocean where the water fucking dumps and mm-hmm. you're wondering why like it's always fucked up here. It's like, I know. this, Yeah, this is like a, such like a, there's like a, a lesson in here. That mm-hmm.
0: that we did not learn, yeah, and we're still <laughs> and we're still not learning, not learning, yeah, because yeah, we just mm.
1: and just honestly, I mean, even just the whole idea that we were just pillaging
0: the resources in that area too, and just just fully, um, you know, decimating indigenous people and yeah. you know. Taking their land and taking their land
1: and their uh, everything they have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah.
0: Shit catches fire. (laughs) Oh, my. And that's is that from that uh, article, too? Yeah, that that whole uh, excerpt that I just uh, read was from the New New Yorker article uh, that I heavily sourced. So good. And also uh, excerpts from that uh, Berg article. Uh, Berg's guy's book. book yeah Berg's book yeah so amazing check all those check those out great great resources if you want to learn more about this there's so much more to this whole story but basically uh it all boils down to capitalism yeah <laughs> you know yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's Truly. how we feel about that yeah um but yeah there's there's so much to learn about it and highly recommend you do delve deep Deeper into that, especially if you're from Chicago or, or live in Chicago, yeah, or love Chicago like we do, it's a. Great if you place. live, love, or laugh in Chicago, live, live, <laughs> laugh, love Chicago. Check it out. Or if you're just an American who wants to learn more about our American history, it's yeah. it's important. So true. Um, yeah. Oh, I do have a today. I learned excellent because then I want to plug the podcast I was on. Okay. Cool. Okay. So. This is a little um I don't know if sad is the right word, but it's sweet. Okay, so you guys know how I love Bluey so much. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Bluey was named after a real Australian cattle dog. Oh and I is know this dog. Bluey's a dog, okay. yeah. Bluey's an Australian uh, cattle dog. Uh so I learned about this because just the other day. Um the oldest dog to ever live just passed away. Aww. Um the the oldest dog to ever live was named Bobby or Bobby. And uh this dog was like thirty something years <gasps> old from Portugal.
1: Wow.
0: And literally just died the other day. Um but before this dog, the oldest living dog on record was named Bluey. Oh and she was a uh, Australian cattle dog and she previously ha- held the the Guinness World Record for the oldest dog to ever live she uh was she was born June 7th 1910 in Rochester Victoria Australia and died November 14th 1939 she was 29 years old wow and uh yeah so i just i was like oh I didn't realize that Bluey was named after a real life dog and also happened to be the what at previously the world's oldest living dog. Wow. And I just thought that was so cute. So That is
1: cute. Um, oh. you know. I yeah. didn't even know Bluey was a dog. <laughs> yeah, well, now you do. Now I do. I'm learning yeah, so. Yeah, anyway. Well. Um Okay, my thing this week is I share I had to watch the 2019 um classic film cats (gasps) oh god
0: how was it
1: i wasn't even prepared for how bad it was fuck it's so bad i fell asleep during it i do not fall asleep during movies i just was like so uninterested also i was so upset by the so like the cgi is really bad I think they rushed it. That was, like, the narrative at the time, I feel like, Mm because they were trying to get this movie out. So, like, the um, depth, like, the, the like, faces change a lot into weird proportions because they're moving and, like, the CGI is trying to move with them. It's very upsetting. Anyway, I had to watch it because I played a tabletop role-playing game called cats and it's based on the movie and it's on my friend's podcast the queer experience uh the queer xp and um basically you just roll dice to make your cat and then you and then someone's the like old deuteronomy or whatever and then you have to um you have to like prove your worthiness to be like go to cat heaven which is like the plot of cats it's so dumb it's the dumbest I know we're not musical people already and I knew that going into it I'm like you know I'm sure it's fine I'm sure it's still like an entertaining movie or whatever the songs are dumb they're so fucking dumb I was like mad at how dumb they are because I'm like how is this musical famous I you know
0: I don't know. I don't I, know.
1: It's like It's oh my god, it's I can't even. I I'll get so angry at how stupid this movie is, but the game was very fun and very funny. So definitely I feel go like check it's that.
0: like everybody was on drugs or something when this came out i don't know i i don't know i
1: honestly think that cats the only reason cats is successful and has run as long as it has on and off broadway and is like always picked for high school musicals is because theater kids are horny and they get to be in like cat body suits and like hump mm-hmm. on each other and lick each other and that's what they want to do anyway and so that's why because watching this was very triggering to my experience in high school when i tried to go to a rehearsal of a musical and the theater kids were so horny it scared me and i never went back
0: yeah agreed same like dinner our, dinner our drama teacher get like he was also for... like a groomer yeah a groom being yeah he groomed i remember
1: uh, he groomed I... a senior and they moved to new york city together and like it was gross um yeah he was young but like no excuse uh but he wasn't like 50. He was like probably in his 20s. He seemed old to me though. Like obviously because we were yeah. so young. Um, and so it was gross. And it is gross anyway. Um, but also, <sighs> also also though I think we know the horniest people in school are the band kids and the theater kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the theater kids
0: are – they use – They were doing butt stuff before anybody <laughs> I know. Truly. Truly. <laughs>
1: I need to know who you're referencing.
0: I don't know. I just know.
1: (laughs) No, they were totally. I learned so much that one day. Honestly, it was like maybe an hour, maybe Mm -hmm. two hours that I was like at this Sound of Music rehearsal. And there was like humping and lap dances and like. in Sound of Music rehearsal. Yeah. They tied. It was someone's birthday. They tied him to Maria Von Trapp's bed, like the prop bed with scarves and then they like fucking humped on him and I was so upset I was just like why am I here oh lord you're like yeah Bye. yeah truly and I went the opposite way which I then became a cheerleader so go figure oh.
0: um I don't know mm. it
1: really messed me up that day
0: <laughs> I was not ready well it was a formative experience and not in the good way yeah I know that's oh right. my god Core memory. Yeah. All right. Core, core nightmare. um. Yeah. Core <laughs> <poor> memory. <laughs> well, on that note, we'll leave it there. Yeah. You guys, thank you for making it this far uh, and listening and just being the best. We yeah. love you so much. Oh. Follow us on social media, even though we don't venture in those waters very often No, <laughs> these days. I don't even... It's I, a fucking it's a conflagration.
1: Big everything. Conflagrations. You're on social media. It's a night, it's a fucking yeah. dumpster fire.
0: Yeah, truly bad. Um <laughs> but we're there. It's at yeah, DTFU Podcast everywhere. We have a website, it's DTFUPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. We have merch, all kinds of fun stuff. Check that out. And uh that's it. Cool. So listen, stay excellent to yourselves and each other.
1: <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye
0: -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.